At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hello, my name is Rebecca Egland. I've got AJ Covey on drums and Ryan Brown on bass. Uh, we're in Birmingham, Alabama, and this is an original song called Gone.
Porch Talk. Uh, we are in Birmingham, Alabama, as Rebecca told you. And how me and Rebecca met was it was over at James' house. She was uh, our personal photographer for the episode that we had just done over there. And uh, the goal was to make me look short and make James look tall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, so I don't know if we succeeded. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate y'all taking the time to be with us today. Rebecca, I'm going to start with you. Just tell me a little bit about growing up, you know, where you were from and just how you got into music. Yeah, so I'm born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and I have sung my whole life. It's one of the my, my top two things to do. That and eat food. Um, <laughs> sleeping is a close third. Oh. Um, All three are for survival. But my grandmother's on like my grandma on my mom's side and my grandmother on my dad's side uh, both sang in church choirs. So I like started singing songs with them. My my dad's mom um, taught me my first uh, songs, and I would sing with her all the time. Um, and then I did choir all through like middle school and junior high, and that's uh, the same thing. Middle school and <laughs> middle school and high school and college, um, but I was never very good at choir because uh, I don't like to do what I'm it's told. Because the man's getting down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to do what I'm told sometimes. So, voice was the primary growing up. When did ukulele and guitar get involved? So I got a ukulele for Christmas in 2012, um, and then my mom passed away in 2013, and that like was the inspiration for starting to write songs. So I, yeah, I don't know much to say about that. <laughs> I got you. So it started with the ukulele, and then it yeah, it started with the ukulele. My neighbor freshman year of college. And now best friend um, had a ukulele, and I was like, oh, this would be cool to learn how to play this and then pick up guitar from there. But I guess I don't play ukulele that much anymore. It's kind of Just like as the... Mm. I don't know, I feel like you played some ukulele the other night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends. Because yeah. um, we also have like a full band arrangement mm. where I sing in. And we don't know ukuleles allowed. That's right. <laughs> Strict. That's the only rule in the band. Strict. Yeah. Everything else is fair for no. yeah. So, uh, run us up to meeting the guys and um, just a little bit about each of you. How did y'all get into music? Yeah, so I met AJ Covey. Hi. 
this guy <laughs> right here. Um, actually, at my album release in 2018, he was new to town and um, came up to me and was like, I don't really like talking to strangers all that much, but I want to play music and you seem like you would be fun to play music with. I have no recollection of those words <laughs> escaping my mouth, um, but something to that effect. <laughs> so where were you originally from and how did you land here? Um, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, um, and I went to school for music, um, to touch on my story with music. That's like really all I ever wanted to do. Um, went to school for music in Texas and then uh, was a band director for a year and really hated that. Um, and I decided to do a master's in performance so I could get back into planning and I moved to Ann Arbor, Michigan to do that. And then after I finished school there, uh, I got a job teaching college here in Alabama. Never been here in my life, and I uh, got hired in July, and on in August 1st, I drove here in a U-Haul for the first time ever, and uh, the third day I was here, I wandered, I, I met this person on the street who was in front of an art studio, and I was like, what is this place? Like, this is, she's like, oh yeah, this is an art studio, what are you doing in town? And she's like, well, I'm not going to the show, like, next week, do you want to come see the show? And I was like, yeah, I love music, I want to see that, and it was Rebecca's album release party, and so it was all very serendipitous, I just like, uh, you know a month before that had never been to Alabama in my life and all of a sudden I like ran into her here it was crazy it's wild you landed in like I, I consider Birmingham to be kind of the mecca of Alabama when it comes to music especially like today um, there's just so much going on with music in this city there yeah. is for sure uh, and it's not just uh, singer songwriters I mean you got rock and roll you got rap you got hip hop I mean it's yeah it's a very wide variety so, like, when you first got into music, was it percussion at first, or like, what do you? What was your first instrument, primary? Yeah, uh, my first instrument was piano. Um, really wanted to do that for like a long time, and then slowly, uh, drumline took over my life. Um, <laughs> and then I marched drum corps, which was like a long-term dream of mine to do. Um, and then I wanted to be like a symphonic percussionist, and so I studied to take orchestra auditions uh, for years, and then that dream kind of died. Um, and then I wanted to play chamber music and I was trying to get into the New York chamber music scene uh, didn't make it through some auditions and got frustrated and then moved here it kind of had my tail between my legs to be honest because I didn't make the New York thing happen for myself um, and then uh, I wasn't really a drum set player I was like proficient at it according to <laughs> my degrees you know I had to pass the proficiencies or whatever and then uh, I just started going and met her and met people who were doing jam sessions and like you said like there's such an eclectic group of musicians in Birmingham and just started playing in jam sessions and before I knew it I'm, I was like like a working drum set player and it's like really found my stride in playing this kind of music and uh, creatively really at home compared to you know playing the triangle and trying to be perfect at that you know <laughs> yeah I guess it kind of goes back to yeah. what you were saying about choir right it's uh it's, it's more Whoa, it's, it's yeah. more free form yeah I, I didn't I never thought of us as like sharing that but I knew that about you, I knew that about me, but I never thought of those together. That's interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Can you tell me how many triangles you still have at your home? Like four. Yeah. Like a reasonable okay. amount. A reasonable amount of triangles. You can never have too many And triangles. one electric triangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all got pickups, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of humbuckers. A couple humbuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have, yeah. Gotta have humbuckers on the triangle. Yeah. yeah. But, then, but then, then I met Ryan. Baby Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's I, he plays he and I play drum and bass together in like so many different projects uh, a lot. He, he's the man as well. He is the man. Yeah, thanks. 
Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I don't remember when or where I met Ryan. <laughs> Truthfully, same. You just kind of but he's here. <laughs> Hello. He's here. <laughs> He uh, showed up. Yeah, yeah. He, showed, he up. showed up one day and just never left. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, um, uh, there's a great bar uh, in Southside in Five Points called Little Italy's Pies and Pints. True. Have you been there? I've heard quite a bit about it. I haven't been there yet. Oh, dude. What you doing later, bro? Yeah, I was like, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Catch me there yeah. every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. It, it's like. But I guess that is probably where we met. Almost yeah. certainly. Well, I know, so, so, yesterday, no, today. Yeah. Today would be a year from when we started playing together as, like, the full band. Yeah. Oh, that's right. In Uncle Sam's Electric Church. That's right, our first gig. <laughs> which we band. then killed. Yeah. <laughs> we just changed the name. We changed the name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I guess I've been, I've known you for at least a year. Yeah. Probably yeah. more than that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Little Italy. So, like, there's... I'm not sure how it started, uh, but there's this open mic there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of become, like, the hub for for this, for this the scene. It, at least, you know, in our in our scene. And so, like, you... The, they would do... Before COVID times, they would do an open mic on Wednesday and a jazz jam on Mondays, and an open jam on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, I have been playing bass for a while, and... How long is a while? 12 or 13 years. Okay. Uh, How did yeah. you get into bass? <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're not the... Rebecca, you're doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> back, back it up for me, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Originally born and raised here in Birmingham? Or? Uh, yeah, so I, I grew up in Alabaster, which is uh, like yeah. 20 minutes south of here. Right. Um, uh, and it's... Uh, so I, and I played in the high school band. Uh, I didn't do middle school. Um, at all. At all. No, I skipped <laughs> middle school. <laughs> I said none of that. And then I was like, you know what? I could, I could get educated a little bit. Uh, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I did the, there was an incredible high school uh, band program at Thompson. Uh, John Bovett was the band director. He was this uh, large, boisterous man that, well, large, like, tall, he's just, like, eight feet tall. Uh, but uh, was just really, just really intense about stuff and, and very good at uh, conveying, I don't know, uh, he, like, taught kids how to be expressive and not, like, uh, it, was, it was very, uh, an emotional thing which is what it's supposed to be uh, in the band. Um, So I learned there, uh, and I played in the jazz band, um, uh, and I was in, like, a classic rock cover band when I was 15 and and stuff like that. Uh, And then I went to college for a year at the school where AJ got a job. LOL. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And I... I said, oh, this is hard, and then I left. Uh, <laughs> the old college try. Yeah, the old college try, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and then I ended up here, um, and have been playing in bands, but I... Uh, uh, yeah, so at, at some so last year, I just started going to Little Italy's, like, all the time. And so it was just, like, every time there was any, any chance for me to do anything musical, I was hitting it. Uh, and, and, you know, like AJ said, like, there's this incredible, there's this incredible 
community of musicians and they're mm-hmm. oh, yeah, uh, like sure. some of the best in around I think uh, yeah yeah I know the, the first time I come up here to Birmingham um, was sitting over at James and that was the first thing that I brought up because after me and James first met we talked just briefly about Little Italy's and then I met Zach and Daniel Rain and yeah yeah um, all those guys and they're all playing down there and I was like I just need to get down there one day. You just, should. I don't you even know, care if I play that night. I just want to hang out. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. check it out, you know. I feel like we yeah. owe a lot to Little Italy. Oh, my God, yeah. All, like, a lot, a lot. All of the gigs that I've had in the past, like, year and a half have been from people I met there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially. Um, yeah, it's it really is something. Um, I've, yeah. The, uh, the owners, uh, Robin and Jay, are just, like, just mom and dad to us and to a lot of people. And, uh... You know, they were like, she was like a, a paralegal and he was doing something else he equally. And as a paper salesman. They were doing some, some a bunch uh, of corporate stuff and they just yeah. quit it all and just opened a restaurant and they're there seven nights a week and there's three nights of, not in a pandemic, but there's three nights of a jam session and then the other four nights a week there's hired musicians. Mm-hmm. So there's seven, every night you go there, there's going to be live music happening and every time it's it's terrific. Like, you know, there's there's no... People are really going for it there. They have a capacity of like maybe 40 people. Like that's absolutely jam-packed and it's not that big. Yeah. But people it's are really like, big space. people are going for it, you know? So it's, it's a restaurant, but it feels more like a listening room because people are there for the music. Uh, it does get, it, it is loud it is. and rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, okay. it's a bar. <laughs> it is still a bar. It's like, a bar. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very high caliber musicianship. Music, you know, it's not sure. like, there, there's some bars you can go to where like clearly someone's funded in playing Wagon Wheel for the 18th time or whatever. But there's dudes trying oh, to, you right. know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of that. It's like people singing original music trying, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, very sure. it's a very unassuming little spot. You walk by it and it's just like, oh, it's a kind of a dive bar, $2 PBR, you know? Mm-hmm. Wings and, yeah. and pizza, and it's like a thing. But yeah, it's, they have cocktails now. That's right. They do have they have Named after us. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Dare I say, yeah. the best Bloody Mary I've ever freaking had. Yeah. For sure. So yeah. what's, what's the name of this cocktail that's named after you? Well... AJ's is the little drummer boy. <laughs> B-O-I. <laughs> boy? Black, uh, blackberry rum? Blackberry moonshine. Blackberry moonshine. Jim Beam and Jim Sour Jim Beam mix. and Sour Mix. Hers is the Reba Rita. Because Robin calls me Reba. No one has because called me her, that your since, red hair. since... No one's called me that since high school. <laughs> Actually, Did maybe... Did people call you Reba in high school? Yeah, it was awkward. Um, but... <laughs> But I'll let Robin call me it. Yeah. Ryan doesn't have a cocktail because he didn't go to middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, don't feel bad, man. The high school I went to, it was like uh, K through six was elementary, uh-huh. and then seven through twelve was high school. So oh no! There, uh, there was no. So you didn't go oh, to middle no, school. Oh no! I, I didn't wolves, go. Dude. I, I didn't go to middle school either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah middle school's bad. Damn. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's uh, seventh grade could be brutal. When you have 12th graders, yeah, that's scary, them. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into that. No. <laughs> and it's a small school. It, it should have been a. It should have been a half a. Cause like by the time um, I got up old enough to play in the band, we didn't even have a band program anymore. Really? Wow. Yeah, man. dude. So like the football games, you'd go there and it was just crowd. Uh, you didn't have any music. Oh, uh, what was your instrument in school? Yeah, what'd you play? Uh, I started playing guitar when I was 15. Okay, good. And yeah. I, I started playing guitar after I quit baseball. Okay. Yeah! Victory! <laughs> right. Join the right team. <laughs> yeah. And just the reason behind that was I figured I could enjoy playing guitar for the rest of my life unless I got my fingers chopped off. And Dude. then I was like, okay, I'll play 
baseball till I'm 18, and then it'll just be glory days. And then what? Yeah. yeah. Uncle Rico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet I could throw this football in the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody cares if you can, man. Yeah. yeah. That being said, though, like, I mean, I played Little League all growing up, and I have a deep love for baseball, and like, uh, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, Diamondbacks forever, you know, and like, I'll play catch any time, you know, it's never going to be a competitive thing, but I, you know, yeah. still have a love of the game, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Do you ever lose the love of the game, though? I would never lose the love of the game. <laughs> yeah. That's so, probably a song. <laughs> it is, and it should be. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I'll start you up a song. Sure. All right, so y'all's next song is going to be called that. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. Uh, that's a Wolfpack song, I think. So was it at Little oh, Italy's where y'all started all playing together and kind of formed the band, or? How did that happen? So this is the thing. All right, go. Uh, so like, um, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Taylor Goodwin, who is an incredible guitarist, uh, among other things. So good. Now does he play with BB? No. No. Different Taylor. He plays with Winston Ramble. Okay. An associated act. Uh, <laughs> That's one thing about the scene, Ron. It's, it's sort of incestuous. It, dude, and everybody's in uh, everybody's yeah. band. Like, there's like two bass players in Birmingham, and he's one and a half. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like six. Adrian's the other. You met yeah. Adrian. Yeah. yeah. He was uh, on the podcast earlier today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, today. Because he's yeah. oh, Katie's. Katie's. Yeah. So, did you interview Buckle Bunny? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're so good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And cool. yeah, and so that's kind of the thing. Is like. Uh, like everybody you know we all like learn each other's licks and stuff and it becomes it really is there's like a sound that I don't know we all do similar things yeah um, we're all pals yeah yeah uh, so Taylor uh, Taylor and I met at a Little Italy's jam uh, we started playing together and that was this Honeycutt oh I'm Taylor, sorry Taylor Goodman Taylor Goodman they're also six Taylors yeah. um, yes many Taylors yeah there's too many yeah too many too many Taylors um, <laughs> Uh, so we and so, so we started doing like just kind of like pickup jams. Like we would get a gig at Crestwood Tavern and like not have a set list. We're like, do you know some of these songs? We're like, yeah, okay, and just jam on them. It was like instrumental, uh, just like uh, uh, I was going to yeah. Can I say balls to the wall? Is that another? You can still Yeah, all right. All, all <laughs> it was balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know like hard hitting. Uh, intense stuff. Drop an F bomb in front of me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do what you grown up stuff. Well, take me out to dinner first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark this as explicit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so around July fourth, we booked a gig at Little Italy's, uh, and the the name of the band was. I mean, so these are like pickup gigs, and so the name of the band for that night was Uncle Sam's Electric Church. Ah. Uh, uh, with our buddy Desmond Sykes who plays saxophone and Joey who plays drums with, with James. Uh, and And New Devils. And New Devils. And, and now Buckle Bunny. Hey yeah. Is that right? <laughs> oh wow. Dang. Okay. So, yeah. so Les didn't play on that? Dang. Yes. Oh he did. Okay. He did, yeah. Um, Joey's playing with him right now though. Oh gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Les. Yeah. He's that stuff. Uh yeah, so I think the the record that's coming out this Friday for Buckle Bunny, Les did do the drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. Les owns all. Is that Buckle. this Friday? Yes. Really? Oh, comes out that's the exciting. Second. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. That rules. Yeah. Go Buckle Bunny. Uh, go Buckle Bunny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Jo- Joey played on that first yes. gig. Yeah. Because I was MIA. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, and then 
this dude named Chris Simmons was doing a show with the Nick, and uh, uh, Taylor Goodwin wanted to get get something together. He wanted he he got the opener spot for him, uh, and he wanted to like put together uh, something because we had kind of just been like messing around, you know, like improv stuff. And he was like, I want to do something concrete mm-hmm. for this, uh, and so we got the the Uncle Sam band. Uh, and he, he asked Rebecca to sing and uh, that's me yeah <laughs> Hi. and it was and then uh, Joey so we booked two gigs one to kind of warm up and then that that the Nick gig um, with Chris uh, and we I don't know how I got involved Joey backed out at the last Joey couldn't do it I guess Joey yeah. just couldn't do it yeah yeah and so and so we ended up just like the, that was the band uh, and we did like this really great gig at, at Black Market um, at this oh, bar. Yeah, that's what we did that's, a year that's, ago. That's yeah, a year, a year ago, ago today. today. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so uh, was this your first time to play with him? So did you, was you familiar with um, the songs? We had been playing. So together. Rebecca and I uh, had been playing as a duo for a while even before that. Um, yeah. Probably like... Well, we did some full band stuff with two other guys in town. We did. We noodled around with an idea of a full band with different people, and uh, just just never really like the vibe was off. The vibe was never right, but we knew that we had stuff to do together. Um, we got a tattoo together on a Monday, one time. Um, we did a bunch of stuff on Monday. We did. We had some good Mondays, and we just played a lot of music together. So we had the duo thing, and I know all her songs um, really well, and so it actually really worked out that. I got in that band because that uh, we got to flush out a lot of those arrangements because we had spent time already doing that. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, AJ was kind of a, a, a creative liaison. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I felt that. I, it felt that way. I, I, I was a uh, when I was in school, I did. Uh, I was like a music director for a, like dance recitals, and so talking to the other musicians no to yep right. to the uh, lead choreographers. About what they, because they speak in a different language, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what they want, can you make this like just more like centered and just like in in the body? And I'm like, okay, uh, uh, straighten <laughs> it out, no more swing. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I have to translate that into musical things. And a lot of times I feel like Rebecca talks uh, outside of the scope of like that vernacular, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt like, uh, well, we all did it as a team for sure, but it was it was really a fun process to take these like songs that we did together and voice them out and make arrangements um, for the group. Yeah, and after Black Mart or after those two gigs, we just kept doing it? it. We just kept doing it. Right? <laughs> like, like, hey, I this guess, rocks. <laughs> just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly, some of the best stuff. Yeah, I've ever done. Well, I had played with Taylor and Ryan before that too, so yeah. we had all done stuff we together. We had all done stuff. Well, Taylor yeah. saw Taylor. We got booked for Marty's gig as a duo, That's and right. Taylor saw us there and was like, "Oh no no no, you're coming with us. <laughs> Wherever we're going, we're you're coming." Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we opened for the Pearl at Avondale like a couple weeks after that. That's right. Oh, yeah. We 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 got to. So play we have, we have a duo yeah. project called Rude and True, that we're trying to figure out our lives on. Yes, we it's are. very good. Um, it is. It is. There's there's a body of work. And separate and figuring out what is that project versus this is, and versus the solo stuff that versus I Rebecca's did, solo, which thing. is very confusing in my brain. 
Which I mean, I'm also. It's like Star Trek. Separated. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All around. I think I like what AJ was saying, where he was a translator. I think I, since I had never been part of a band or anything like that before, like choir doesn't count as being part of something. <laughs> Sure like, it does. Singing band. I mean, it, it does, but it's just, it's just but not, it's the, not same. the same thing. Definitely. Like everyone speaks the same language yeah. in an ensemble like that. Um, so coming in and just like being surrounded by people who are like very good at the things that they do and not knowing how to speak drum or not knowing how to speak bass. Um, or to speak Taylor Goodwin, which I'm still trying to figure out. We're all trying to figure that out. <laughs> like everyone, ha- like when, like when we're all playing together, everyone has like different looks that they do, and I'm like, okay, what well, does that mean? You want me to come back in now, or does that mean wait one more bar and then I come in? Um, but I think I've been figuring that out. Yeah. fairly well uh, I, these days from j- just what I saw man the uh, y'all definitely have a tightness about you um, yeah we've been yeah, just playing you know just being improv in a bedroom and just okay let's throw three songs together real quick yeah so we've been <laughs> we did we, we, we were intending on rehearsing uh, yeah then we got carried away with the biscuits <laughs> yeah, and the, the jam and the coffee and like, yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> biscuits come first <laughs> Is the rule, but no, you're absolutely. We I mean, did risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there, there is a chemistry for, yeah. for sure uh, that we share, um, and it is it is a different thing. Like when Rebecca and I play together, it's a different thing. When me, Rebecca, and Ryan we play this gig downtown, or we do like two hours of, you know, kind of pop covers, kind of some original stuff, and that's a different thing. And then we have like the full band thing, and that's a different thing. And then like me, Taylor, and Ryan have a, a rock and roll trio thing that we're psyched about, and that's a different thing. And yeah. she's done stuff with just her and ta- just Taylor playing guitar and her just singing, and that's like you know what I mean. So there's all these manifestations of of the same of the same voice. stuff, you know. Yeah. But it's, like her heart, I should say. Yeah. Same heart. Yeah. And just going back to like what you were saying about just being able to voice it and like maybe need a translator. It's like I'm I know exactly what you're talking about. It's because if you was to ask me. Uh, uh, whole awful lot about a song I wrote I, I might could tell you the key but it's like what chord is that sure yeah yeah here let me show you <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll play it for you and then tell <laughs> yeah. you this. yeah and that's that's usually what I, I, I don't know a whole lot about the theory I just play you know yeah absolutely and that's the that's, that's the what, it, what, it, what it ought to be that's <laughs> the beauty of it yeah cause I don't yeah. know a lot about the theory either I just like sometimes like we we had rehearsal for the Avondale gig, and I was like, hey, guys, I have an idea. And I, like, sung a little melody, and Taylor was like, I hear it going like this. <laughs> and he just, like, did a whole thing, which yeah. we need to flesh that song yeah. out. And that's what's great about, like, the idea of a band, right? It's like you have, you know, the creative, maybe front man, maybe it's not the front man, but has the general idea. And then you have someone who can translate that, and it's like, okay, this is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah And for then sure. every, everybody kind of gets the same vibe because there's chemistry. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you have something. And you got some, some stuff. Yeah. 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 Some stuff. Yeah. Some stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we, we, need, to, we need to record some of it. So yeah, tell, uh, tell us a little bit about where, uh, different platforms and ways that we can get a hold of your music. So I put out an album in 2018 that is just me by myself and this sad ukulele songs. 
But it did have a remix, one of the songs. One <laughs> yeah! Of the, one of the songs is called Echoes, and it has a remix to it by my buddy who is a DJ named Baron. And he, um, he was like, <laughs> I ran into him at a bar one night, and he was very um, inebriated. And he was like, did you know that I did music? And I was like, no, you're very quiet. I didn't know anything about you. Very quiet. Very drunk. <laughs> very but right quiet, now, very you're drunk. loud and drunk. <laughs> How are, okay. And he was like, I want to play music with you. I'm going to take some of your songs and do something to them. And I said, okay, cool. All right. Sounds good. And so that's Pretty how lit. the the remix came out. And so we do a full band arrangement that is similar to the vibe of the... It's, yes. As soon as I heard that and we had to come up with arrangements for the full band, I was like, all right, here's Echoes. We're gonna keep. We're gonna maintain this feel, and I wanted it to be this like halftime thing because that shit blew me away. I was just, this is the cool. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, I love your music, and we had songs in it. When I heard that remix, I was just like, yeah, oh no, it's yeah, a whole new it's like, direction. I don't I mean, remember which way James played it first. I think you were there. I think we listened yeah, to the original very, version first, and then he played the uh, played the remix. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's both fire. It's different stuff. Yeah, it's just like a totally different. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. for sure. So I have that album out that was from 2018. It's called Only the Good. Um, and it's like a... I, I, I wasn't quite sure what I was doing when I put it out. Because the more that I've like gone back and looked at those songs, I'm like, wait, they really don't all go together. But I was just like, these are the things that I have and I want them to be on the internet for people to find. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the original idea of it was like a reflection on loss. Um, talking about songs to do with losing somebody. Does that go back to like the original idea of wanting yeah. to play a ukulele? Yeah, right? for sure. Um, and then it's also like not just a, a loss of someone passing away, but like a loss of relationships. Like say that you break up with someone and how do you cope with, with no longer having that person around, whether physically or emotionally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Baron did the remix to Echoes that came out last summer. And then I've recently started doing background vocals for this band in town called La Memoria. They have a record coming out on October 23rd. And they put one of the songs that I sing with them on out earlier this year called All Year. Um, So that's on Spotify and Apple Music and wherever you find music these days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, Napster. And there's a video. I'm sorry. Well, we did a tiny desk concert as a full band. Oh, yeah. Or not a concert, a contest entry. We did a uh, contest <laughs> entry in my cubicle in uh, corporate America. Um, <laughs> it's like a whole other chapter of your life we didn't discuss. She yeah, got like, we're not, like, we're not like talking a, a about big, this. A, a we don't like, we don't, <laughs> we don't talk about this anymore. Um, <laughs> but we did, yeah, we went into my cubicle, all five of us, and played some songs. We played that song played many played times. Echoes. <laughs> we played Echoes multiple times yeah. in my cubicle. Um, and we've got... AJ and I have some stuff out on Forbird Records. Oh, yeah. Forbird... What is it? Studio? Forbird, yeah, Recording Studio. His YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we it's also a have a Tiny Desk contest submission from like a couple years ago. Cool. Also in my cubicle. 
Yep. Which rocks. He can put them side by side. Yep. <laughs> I think I was the first and last person to bring a vibraphone into the room. Definitely you're the only person to the 13th to have floor of... 14th. Excuse me. 14th floor of... Uh, I haven't an, been there in a while. Name redacted. Unnamed corporate America building. <laughs> Got it. It was cool. Yeah. Well, guys, anything else to add or subtract? Uh, anything you'd like to plug? Ooh, like oh. other stuff? If you want to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I have social media. Um, it's on Instagram and I think Facebook, too. You can look at Reb Egg. Reb underscore egg. E-G-G. Like eggs. Yeah. Fried eggs. And biscuits. And yeah. Fried biscuits. Um, we got a whole brand around. You can follow uh, me and Rebecca's duo project on Instagram at rude dot true. Rude P- that's period a period. That's a punctuation mark. Rude period true. true. With a little... Yeah. <laughs> These yeah. things. Well, with a what? What? <laughs> Don't mind me. There's no, video, there's no camera it's just a microphone. I know. <laughs> I'll add liner notes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> she did this thing. With some of these things. <laughs> Waving handgun motion. <laughs> With the gun. Yeah, gun. <laughs> uh, um, picture picture yeah. Uh, is in the description of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then the full band, I guess, is we don't have any social media for that, but it's Rebecca Eglin Band, yeah. or Reb for short. R-E-B. R-E-B. Get it? Yeah. Get it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Rebecca was nervous about naming the band after herself, but we convinced her after we told her the acronym was right. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still questionable about yeah. it. I know we played Avondale last week. This is like our, the biggest stage we played as a as a band, yeah. and she's like, "Thank y'all so much. We are." And just, like, <laughs> and then just let it linger there, and I'm like, "Oh, you gonna say it? Do it!" <laughs> yeah. I just don't like uh, that I'm the one saying it. Can we put a microphone in front of Taylor and he says yeah. You could just say, I'm Rebecca. This is, t- you, you could just this say, is... you, you, you never have to say it if you don't want to. Yeah. You know? We gotta have a, yeah. We're gonna have a brand I feel like at some point I'm gonna have to say it. Yeah. That maybe is the reality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on shirts in our minds <laughs> and in our hearts. Conceptually. But we don't have anything like that yet. Yeah. yeah. Now we're just rambling. You can hit me up on Venmo. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, if you want to, <laughs> yeah, 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 we yeah. got Cash App and we got Venmo. Um, consistency is key, so uh, those are also Reb underscore Egg. There you go. <laughs> Damn. All right. If well, you'd like to become a, oh, you get a Patreon, Patreon type. <laughs> yeah. Um, starting first tier, ten dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. And uh, if you're in, if you're into this, I have an OnlyFans. If you, oh, God. Yeah. If, if you like the sound of my voice, <laughs> it's just me talking. You thought my cajon sounded nice? Just wait till you see my OnlyFans. Should <laughs> <laughs> yeah. check out Adrian's OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Jolly that, Solomon. That was plugged today. That's another good plug. He doesn't really have an OnlyFans. He told me the name was Jolly Solomon and he created a Gmail account. That's like it's in the mic. Solly, oh, really? Solly it's Jollyman at gmail.com. It's in the works. I think I'd be an only fan. I would I would pay I would pay him money for just to follow Dan, his dreams, you know. And Daniel Daniel gets free yeah. subscription because he's Adrian's OnlyFans mate. Ah, oh, he's a manager. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. God. 
Alright, guys. I'm done. Well, <laughs> thank you, dude. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, this song is called Chains. Thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. We have a website, www.porch-talk.net. You can write us there. You can uh, get to know each of the regulars a little bit better, and you can see what we've been up to. Also, I'd ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever podcast app it is that you're listening to on. I've also got a Patreon. Uh, You can find that on our social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find the link to the Patreon if you want to support my work. That's going to do it for me. We're going to walk out the door with one more song from Reb. Thank you all again for listening. This one is called We All Fall. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, six. Can we try that again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
good? A little more. That's how we started. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, ah! visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.